This is the Horse Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Adulting with Horses, the best place to be if you can't be at the barn. We are your co-hosts and equine authors, Heather Wallace and Natalie Keller-Reinert. As crazy horse girls, we don't take ourselves too seriously in the saddle or out. We celebrate the things that make us different. Join us as we talk about horses and pop culture and get a little weird in a fun way. Thank you for being a little weird with us. Do you like my name today? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an odd uh, similarity to my name. <laughs> Do we have a theme? I guess. I think the whole world has a theme. Um, not to make this a less than timeless podcast episode, but I mean, it's Barbie week in America. It is Barbie week in America. I mean, so much for the... The SAG strike and all that because marketing is woof. <laughs> I'm pretty. I believe I, I read a thing about how not to cross the picket line, and it basically said I couldn't accept any writing jobs from Hollywood. And I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, I damn. Won't. I guess I'm gonna have to turn that down. I mean, you know, well, my husband pointed out that this was, in fact, probably when I would receive many offers from Hollywood. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm like, can we post date these? <laughs> yeah, let's put let's manifest that shit. But you know, after the strike, <laughs> right, right, and they'll be like, no, that's when we have real writers again. We don't need your <laughs> horse stories. <laughs> oh my god! Well, so for context, I guess because you know this isn't on video. Yeah. Um, my name is Broken Doll. I should maybe I should have said weird Barbie. That would have been if we were sticking with a theme. I would have said weird Barbie because that's my vibe. Broken doll is is dark. That's some oh, love shit. It's been a dark week. Yeah, it's, it's been a real dark week. And then and your evening eventing Barbie. I'm eventing Barbie. Damn girl. I know. Well, you know, I've already had a very horsey morning. The farrier's been here. I've gotten in some good barn gossip to start my day. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really feeling living the life this week with like horse stuff nonstop. So, oh, well, you're living my dream because I basically like failing at being a horse mom <laughs> recently and feeling incredibly guilty about it. Like I showed up to the barn a couple days ago and I broke down into tears. Like that's that's kind of what I'm dealing with. I really so. I'm nervous about this thing where we swap off having terrible summers. It makes yeah, because me... last summer was terrible for you. It was bad. Um, so I'm really worried about next year. Uh, <laughs> might take a leave of absence to finish. Or, or maybe it's going to be like one of those things like seven years, right? Like, you know, this every seven year thing, maybe we just have one bad summer in seven years. That could be. That could be. Because, you know, summer is my favorite. And I, I would like it to continue to. I don't want to dread summer. Even though mm. I know summer as an adult, is the worst in a lot of ways. It remains my favorite. It's just grounded to me. It's too deep to, to take away. I mean, I remember I, I, I mourn what summer used to be before I had any kind of, I don't know, adult responsibilities. Like mm -hmm. when summer was riding my bike to the park or going to the local pool with friends and just gallivanting the day away. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that's... That's what I still almost see summer as, um, 
even though obviously I haven't been 15 in a really long time, but it just was so the highlight of my entire year. And I spent half of summer, um, you know, like Calvin and Hobbes cartoon, like I spent half of summer going, oh, dear God, summer's almost done. (laughs) So I lost half of it to anxiety about fall. Um. (laughs) See, fall is my favorite. Well, I hated school so deeply on mm. so many levels that fall is just wrapped up with school for me. And it's very hard for me to like at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I liked summer when it was freedom and when it was, oh, I'll just jump in the pool or the ocean to evade the heat. Right. But that is not my life. I work outside (laughs) and it's really horrible. And then I... By the time I can go to the barn, my body is so dehydrated and hot that I look like a caricature of myself with like my hair standing out, sweat dripping down. I weigh like a good 30 pounds over what I did in the morning. And all I want to do is like hide in an ice bath. (laughs) But see, in the summer is when you embrace your Natalie. Um, That is when look at look at me. Look at me right now. This is me dressed for a, a, like, I have to go and do things today. My hair is literally falling out of a ponytail. I'm not sure I brushed it. Um. <laughs> um, I but, haven't brushed my hair, put on makeup, and I'm wearing gym clothes right now. You look beautiful. <laughs> hate you. Um. <laughs> I mean, thank you. I feel like death. <laughs> no, I'm, we- you know, I'm wearing riding clothes, even though I'm not going to ride today. I have something in my bra. <laughs> oh, that's worse where it's like you can't find it. You're like, what? where the fuck is that piece of hay? Yeah, there's something there. I don't know what is. Um, Have Corey go find it. I'm always sweaty. <laughs> I'm just always sweaty and frizzy. That mm. And that's almost year round for me because, you know, I grew up in Florida. So just, just, just embrace it. Just be like, this is Natalie's just damp, disgusting reality. And then you know why I am the way I am. Yeah, I yeah, I haven't been able to wear makeup this summer. And here's the best part. So crazy week. Don't have to go crazy into it right now. But been a little insane. And I'm finishing it. You're gonna love this. Okay. This is the end to my karma. Um, Whatever I did to deserve it. Um, Tomorrow I'm flying to Houston, Texas in the middle of summer. um, To like, you know, say goodbye to a, a sick and dying family member. It's literally hell. Like Texas in summer is literally hell. So I don't yeah. know what I did to deserve this, but God. it's happening. That that is a huge you already you're getting ready to travel anyway, so that's like right? Cause you have your Iceland trips in, don't you? Yes. So right now, um, because I'm a planner, uh I'm either okay. So for Texas I literally packed last minute. And then, because I'm leaving tomorrow, and with the week I've had, you know what I did? You're going to be very proud of me. I was like, fuck it. And I upgraded to first class. Yay. And I was like, it's, 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 I need something good in my life. Like, mm-hmm. that's where I was at. And then Iceland is the end of August, so it's like a good five weeks away. Okay. Um, so right now in my bedroom, I've got two huge suitcases packed. Well, like, maybe not huge, but like one huge one for Iceland with a backpack. And then... 
I've got a small suitcase, a carry-on, and a backpack for Houston. My husband's like, basically, like, are you moving out? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hon. Technically, I am. He comes home like, is there something you haven't told me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it drives him crazy because I did this in Mongolia, too. Like, I like to be prepared. And I'm packing camera equipment. I'm packing riding clothes. I'm packing all these things. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll pack and organize. And then I'll forget something have to wash something or add it and then I reorganize and so this is how my anxiety works it's like preparation 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 so that's oh, what's happening currently I have procrastination anxiety that's what I, I do with the last minute trips right before I leave right yeah that's how I am with like weekend getaways mm-hmm. I'm like yeah. oh shit I should probably throw this but I have a go bag because I travel so much that mm-hmm. I have like a toiletry bag and I have a makeup bag and I have all that stuff and it's literally just sitting ready to go so I don't have to pack any of that yeah yeah I basically I don't have doubles of stuff but I have a pile of um, toiletry bags from when I worked at Virgin and I know what goes in each one of them and I'm just just, I could I could I could pack my bathroom stuff in two minutes like yeah I I know exactly how to pack from all those business trips Um, and so and when I'm I just when I went on this trip last week to Kentucky I just was I just stuffed my bag with like Here's all my riding breeches. They're comfy. <laughs> yeah. Here's my air, my like areas tops. They go in. Here's all my underwear. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, that's what you really need. Like, if you have underwear and a pair of leggings, you're pretty good to go. Yeah. Um, and one thing I always tell people too, because like we're in the process of getting the group ready for Iceland, right? So I'm sending them reminders, and I I've traveled internationally for a very long time, and what I always recommend without fail is especially in an overnight flight wear your comfiest clothes on the plane don't care what you look like you can literally change into pajamas on your on, in there if you want mm-hmm. but prepare for bed and then pack in your carry-on in an easily accessible like backpack whatever have a little bag and have deodorant wipes toothbrush um, have a change of clothes, like change your underwear, change your pants, yes. because I t- guarantee you, mm-hmm. you will feel like a maniac if you don't. And if you f- do that, it will help your jet lag go a huge way. I don't... The ch- Changing your underwear and like throwing on a, a clean pair of leggings in the airport bathroom, that would be my number one international travel tip. Like, Absolutely. Transatlantic I- travel tip. I had to learn that one the hard way. Like you just get sweaty mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting yeah. in that seat, even in upper like first class. Even if you lie down, like swamp you, ass. You you're get literally gross. sitting in your own like yeah. juices. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like you're sweating. Yep. It doesn't matter how cold the air conditioning is. Nope. If you're cuddled up in a blanket, and it's like stressy sweat because yep. you went you had turbulence over the Atlantic, and you're like, oh, I'm not scared, but I'm a little scared. Or you're trying yeah. to find like that comfortable sleeping position, which doesn't exist. It doesn't exist unless you have the lay flat seats. It doesn't which I don't... exist in the lay flat seats either. No, I, I, I did it one time. I slept once on a flight and it was a six hour flight from LA where I got the lay flat seat and I fell asleep at takeoff and I got up at landing. <laughs> it's never happened before nor since. Even when I went and I did a 22 hour flights to Australia and yeah. Asia. No, I can't. Those lie flats. I always feel like my hip goes right through that thin little cushion. And just goes directly onto the plywood and I'm just like lying on a board with my hip bone pressing into it. Like this is miserable. Yeah. I've got a little bit of cushioning, but it's more <laughs> of a, um, you know, 
I'm I tend to be small. I'm five feet tall, right? So even mm-hmm. though I've got hips, like I'm a small person, I have short legs. So I usually people try to stick me into the middle seat. So I will pay money to sit either on the aisle on those longer flights mm-hmm. because I want to get up and walk and I want to move and exercise and stretch, or the window seat if I want to sleep against something. Yeah, that's what I go for. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I valley between those two, but. I've learned over the years I can't travel with my husband because he always wants to put me in the middle seat because he's quote unquote tall, which is fair. So what we've started doing is we both get aisle seats across from each other so we can say hi and hang out, but we have both leg room. I like that. I never thought that about great? that. Travel but tips a, from Heather. That's a really good idea. I I'm might suggest s- that to my husband yeah. next time we go overseas. Absolutely, you should. Yeah. Absolutely, you should. I I was actually thinking about adding like... I have a little bit of travel on on the Timid Rider blog, Mm -hmm. Um, but now that I'm starting to do more of these retreats and and things like that, I was thinking I should add like a a Timid Rider travels section and just add some of these amazing insights. You should. And you could cover um, people who are taking their tack or or even just their helmet, how to travel with that stuff. Because well, I see I was, those questions yes. all the time. Like, where does my saddle go? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I've we've done that. We've traveled with saddles. And I, like, I'm bringing to Iceland, I'm bringing a pair of, like, my waterproof Ariat terrains, which are my go-to riding and hiking boots. Um, I laugh, you know, hike. <laughs> but I'll be walking some of it. And then I am bringing, like, high muck boots. Right. And people are like, how are you going to pack that? I was like, I should do... One of those get ready with me videos, <laughs> like a get ready with me for Iceland videos mm-hmm. for like the people going and not to laugh at myself, but you know, it's my favorite hobby. Um, I thought that the GRWMN or whatever was grown woman or I did not know it was stood for like get ready with me. Oh, like I had no idea what they <laughs> abbreviation meant. And my, my Gen Z kids or yeah, Gen Z kid had to tell me. Listen, if I watched one of those, that would be a sign to go ahead and take me to the hospital. So <laughs> trust me when I do not know. Hemorrhagic stroke? <laughs> yeah. It's just gone demented. I, I know what they are from reading an article about somebody who like got famous doing it. But that wasn't even the point of the article. So that's how I know what they, why they exist. I think it was in the New Yorker. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You mean you're on the New Yorker meanwhile. I'm like, ooh, TikTok. <laughs> but that's okay. Not that I'm on TikTok. I mean, I have an account, but I barely post to it. I more just use it to doom scroll. Yeah. <laughs> but um. TikTok. But yeah. No. So traveling is fun, and we should do an episode on that. I think that'd be. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a lot of fun uh, and talk about like you know horsey travel actually and the do's and the don'ts and the wants and the won'ts. <laughs> <laughs> I used to really love travel. Now I have had, I've had no desire to travel recently. And that is because I like where I'm at. Uh, Says the woman who just got back from like Kentucky and Arkansas. I didn't really want to go. And I came (laughs) home early. (laughs) I didn't want to go. I was sick the entire time. And I came home early. Yeah. You're turning into a, like a hermit. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, that was kind of the goal. And I'm happy to announce that I am achieving a hermithood as planned. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I have the perfect groove going on here right now. Why leave? And my okra, oh, my my okra wasn't getting trimmed every day. And it like topped out 
and went to seed. And so now I don't have, I'm not getting okra every day anymore. So it was hard on my garden. You you should just never leave your home. No, because I kill everything in my garden. I have a terrible (laughs) black thumb. (laughs) I'm not convinced that exists. Oh, no. I mean, I don't have the instinct for it. And I'm like, oh, that looks like it needs more water. No, it doesn't. Heather, stop drowning it. Oh, no, I wanted the shit out of my stuff. I'm just like, you want water, don't you, baby? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't have that skill. Like, the animals are all thriving and they're doing amazing. Um, Plants, however, I mean, I killed a cactus. Like, it took years. But I killed. I killed it. It was a husk on the inside. I don't know. Does that count? If it took years and you're still like, I have a black thumb, but it lived for years. Yeah, but I would forget about it for weeks. Like that's what ADHD. they like. I know, that's true. I mean, that's probably <laughs> why my brother-in-law got me the cactus. He's like, you can't kill this mm-hmm. one. I'm like, watch me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it it worked out. It worked out. And uh, every year I try, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get some some cute little, uh, you know basil and parsley and grow no heather don't do that that stuff's hard no this is like stuff you put in your yard and if you keep the deer off of it and water it every day when it doesn't rain then it grows you vegetables yeah maybe in vermont maybe in Mm -hmm. vermont but like down here uh, my backyard has three dogs in it and then like they ruin everything and i love them to death but i took out I had to wash the insect sheet. Like, Delight's insect sheet was just nasty. Like, it was just, he likes to roll in it, and then he sweats. They and get it greasy. Just, yeah. He's yeah. Just, he's kind of like a gross boy. And so mm. I brought it home to wash it, and I was like, oh, look at me. See, I am a horse mom. I can do things for my animals. And I put it out to dry, because I don't like putting it in the dryer. So I put it in, out to dry in the sun. And the first thing my dog did was go and mark it. He just peed right on it. Oh, fucker. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no, I'm mommy's baby. Fuck this. Oh. Like, I was like, you Ooh. shithead. Yeah. So, <sighs> no, nothing's allowed to survive in my backyard. It, it's just the dog's ruin. <laughs> so I'll need <laughs> land for that. But that's okay. One day. Mm-hmm. You have to fence it. Yeah. Especially because you'll have deer in Vermont. Like, we have deer here that are just maddening we have a saying around my farm and that saying is fucking deer and we say it at least three times a day i'm sure ben (laughs) thinks that all the time he's so over it i posted a picture of my stories yesterday i was riding him we're hacking out after a ride and he kind of looks off to the right and there's this stupid fawn this dumb doe has two fawns and she's been bringing them onto the property for like i don't know a month or six weeks and they keep getting stuck in the paddocks. I'm like, you got in here. Get out. How can this be a daily routine? Ooh, it's running up and down. It's freaking out. He just kind of looks at it and then looks away like, I can't with these deer. Like oh me God. either, Ben. You're just habituating him now. So like, it's it's like if he if he reacts to a deer while you're riding him, it's bullshit. Yeah. We really have reached that point. They were fighting in the woods. I think I said this last time we talked. I heard sounds like sticks banging together. I'm like, what the hell's going on in the woods? Oh, the bucks. It was bucks, like, play fighting. Oh, that's cute, though. Ridiculous. <laughs> Is that with boys and their rods always trying to have a sword fight? Mm-hmm. Seriously, can't get away from it. Crossy sword bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy Murdoch is an internationally recognized equestrian instructor and clinician for over 30 years author of several books and DVDs, and creator of Ride Like a Natural 
and the Surefoot Equine Stability Program, as well as the newly launched Whole Rider course. Wendy's desire to understand the function of both horse and human and love of teaching capitalizes on the most current learning theories in order to show riders how to exceed their own expectations. Make sure to visit thewholerider.com to sign up. Well, I'm glad you're back from vacation and you're alive and you're not dying of a sinus infection anymore. No, I still have it, though. Do you really? Mm Mm-hmm. It's just not pressing on my molars anymore. Oh, my gosh. The pain of that must have been terrible. I was crying. I I scared my husband. Because it was so bad. Mm -hmm. Thank God you didn't fly. I couldn't have gone. I almost wish I'd had plane tickets. (laughs) Because then I would have had to cancel. I would have gone to my regular doctor, forced them to like give me very extreme painkillers and very strong antibiotics instead of the like basic pack that I got. And maybe Did I would have... Did they give you like a Z-pack? They gave me, you know, the amoxicillin crisscross, whatever the other thing is that they like mix the two together. Oh, yeah. You know? That doesn't always do it. No, you could probably eat those for breakfast every day and at this point... And it would And it I mean, it started knocking it out but I can still, I'm, I'm not congested, like snotty congested, but I can hear it in my voice right now, like up in my nose. Yeah, it's still just, clogged. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And I don't know what's causing it. Uh, well, but enough it's, about my sinuses. No, it's, it's fine. I mean, like, and, and, and we'll move on. But like, you know, you and I kind of live parallel lives because we both kind of were like, oh, we're going vacation. And then you started off. A little bit harsh because of the sickness. Mine started off great. I got my book done. It's submitted to the publisher. Yay. Everything's great. Yay. <laughs> and then driving home from Vermont, my transmission slipped my on God. my truck. And so I drove it home like I, it was a baby and then didn't wasn't able to drive it for four days. So I rented a car so I could work. And then I got hit <laughs> by another car in the rental. And then the rental was undrivable and had to be towed away. Oh, my God. Oh, horrible. So then I was stranded at home and I had to cancel like a week's worth of appointments. And then, you know, obviously I'm going to visit a sick and, and dying family member. Um, the good news is I know that sounds terrible. Like <laughs> she's she's been sick for a while and she's taken a turn. This is my dad's sister. So I'm taking my dad out be- for emotional support. But her daughter is like my sister. So I'm going to go hang out with her and the kids, say goodbye to my aunt and and, you know, hopefully leave Texas slash hell, um, you know, with like the three big bad things behind me. Yeah. <laughs> Getting and them out of the way. You never know when uh, what trip to Texas might be your last ever trip to Texas. So you could hope <laughs> this could be it. <laughs> last time I went in March and that was much better. <laughs> um, right now I looked at the it, it's going to be like 112 when I'm there. That can't so. be good. No. I don't, I don't think my, my cousin told me, she goes, Heather, whatever you do, I know you like boots and pants. She's like, don't even, don't even try. <laughs> She's like, I was like, what am I supposed to wear? Like, <laughs> like, that's all I wear. Yeah. And, and so I had to go to the store oh my God. and buy like jean shorts that weren't like super short uh-huh. and then like a whole bunch of maxi dresses <laughs> just so I, cause I don't wear anything but work clothes anymore. Like, I, I just don't wear cute clothes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be, I'm going to have to take pictures of me looking cute in the air like, conditioning. Bahama mama. <laughs> did you get, did you get the long, I like the long 
like slim jean shorts, almost like skinny jeans that you cut off above the knee. Oh, like like Bermuda shorts? Hmm? You're thinking like the Bermuda shorts? Yeah, I love those. I love those. My vibe. Um, That's definitely more of a Natalie vibe than a Heather vibe. Uh, I did get the black motorcycle shorts. And I'm pairing them with my Stevie Nicks ripped T-shirt. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pulling out my Doc Martin slides. Like I got Doc Martin sandals. Oh and my stuff. god! So like, but I never wear them because I'm always at the barn. Yeah. So Understood. I'm like, look at me. And no, um, I have not had a pedicure or a manicure in months slash years. So like, that's gonna be fine. <laughs> I've never had either. So you have to uh you'll to answer this for me because a friend a friend texted me my my new horse friend. Hi horse friend. Um <laughs> and I feel like she's taking it a little further because when she found out I'd never had a pedicure, she said we were going to have to get one. Uh-oh. I know. So Sounds what's serious. your what's your what's your question? What's your fear? What on earth why? <laughs> why oh my god okay first like, of like all i've worn number, let me just state for the record that you said you're going to wear slides but you haven't had a pedicure in years i have literally grown up wearing flip-flops the state shoe of florida and have never had a pedicure <laughs> what on earth what's wrong with my feet as they are heather so i'm not <laughs> saying there's anything wrong with them okay <laughs> but for someone like me who works on their feet 10 to 12 hours a day my I can get some like calluses and hard spots and I can get I sometimes because again I tend to lose focus so I they might have nail polish that I slipped on there like three months ago that's like still hanging on and the toenails might be a little longer than I would like so like I don't I don't do them myself Okay, mm-hmm. so because I'm short and I don't have a lot of upper body, so it's like really hard for me to reach it's over really, my boobs to yeah. get to my feet, mm-hmm. you know, and my belly. Now that I'm older, so I like to go sit in the massage chair. I let them soak my feet. They can scrub a dub dub. They can massage your legs, and then they paint them at the end, right? <laughs> so like they just like I feel like wow. A new woman, like it's it's for me, it's a self care thing. Oh, is it yeah. that enchanting? Do you really feel like I it's like it. changing? I, I do have one foot that's a little ticklish, <laughs> yeah. so I always tell them like you've got to scrub hard because <laughs> if they scrub light, I'm going to be laughing and it's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. I want to go and pay somebody <laughs> to tickle my feet as while I giggle, just to make everyone deeply uncomfortable. Like, maybe we could film it. Oh, yeah. People look. Because, you know, I'm not quiet in any way, shape, or form. Even if I'm trying to, like, suck it in. I'm, like, you know, laughing in the background. But the one thing I have not tried, nor will I, um, because it grosses me the fuck out, is those fish that eat the dead skin off your feet. Have you ever seen those? Um, I was hoping this was fake. No. <laughs> so, so they have these, like, certain places... Um, you can go in and you stick your feet in the water and what they do is the fish just come up and eat all the dead skin. So they don't do all the scrubbing and exfoliating. The fish do it for you. But that would freak me so much out. Like it would freak me out. That's inappropriate. I'm there. That's just, there's no excuse for that kind of behavior. Oh, I don't think I could. I'll let fish eat my dead skin. No, 
That's inappropriate. I'm sorry. Like not only it's like they're just taking their lips and like sucking off, like sloughing off. No. Ew. Everything about that makes me want to vomit. It just feels uncivilized to me. I mean, it's probably like great. It's It's like part of the ecosystem. Like like something a bear would do. How? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how is that the same? That feels like you were just saying it's like part of the ecosystem. And I can imagine like, oh, the bear and the little fishes have a symbiotic relationship. This is my Adam Burr voice. Where the (laughs) and the bear puts his paws into the water and the fishes come up. And they clean the calluses from his paws. Nature is beautiful. Okay. That's yes. Symbiotic relationship. Symbiotic yes. relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, these are our fishy foot slaves. And I don't, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like what that's implying. It, it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, if my aunt, we're not sure she's going to make it until we arrive tomorrow. Like, it's that dire. But um, if... You know, regardless, I'm going to take my cousin who's got four small children under the age of seven and I'm going to meet her brand new daughter and I'm going to take her for a massage or a pedicure or something because she's been dealing with her sick mom for five years by herself. And how many babies? Four children? Four. Ooh. Four children. My God. Yeah. And her husband is amazing. He's such a great partner for her, but he does work out in West Texas periodically at the, like some of the oil rigs. So like he might be gone for a week or two at a time. Like she is a superwoman, and I am getting a hotel room just so she can sleep in, in the bed. Like she can come and sleep over with me while my dad hangs out with his sister. I hope that works out for her. Poor thing. Me too. So, um, but yeah, so we'll see what's going to happen. And again, we had to spend some time inside the house. So, or, <laughs> hotel or wherever inside it will yeah be. lots of inside time i yes, find that exactly. so frustrating i want to be outside all the time i'm crazy i mean i like being outside but like so i i was in the so this is what i was thinking i was like today is my day i got my car back and i can leave the house it's gonna be lovely and then they're like boom heat wave it's gonna be 100 degrees by 9 a.m and it's dangerous in new jersey so, oh yeah Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. New York is under a state of emergency because, yeah, like loads of people die every year in New York in the apartment buildings when things fail. So, oh, yeah, this uh, is about, sorry, just about that time. Yeah, this is about, I used to, that's why we always used to vacation this week was because there's always a heat wave in New York City around the third week of July, like every year. And we got sick of it. We're like, this is horrible because even a building with air conditioning just feels terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because it can never work hard enough. And I told yeah. my daughters even, and we have a generator, but there's no way, you know, I said, listen, this is brownout season. Yep. Just turn off every light you don't need. Turn off all the electronics you don't need. Don't fuck around. Um, at the barn, the, my goal was like, oh, I'll go hang out with the horses, bathe them and all that. But I actually have to wait till it's cooler because it's like dangerous out right now. Yeah. So they're all inside under fans right now. I think we're past that in Florida. Like we had some really crazy heat in the early part of July, which we also did last year. So it's starting to feel a little bit like a trend. And now last night I could I could feel the difference. The wind was out of the east, which was a big change. And it was like maybe 85 degrees at sunset and there were some thunderstorms around. But it just felt it was noticeably cooler. That's great. Because it had been in the high 90s in early July. And I was like, well, this sucks. If this is going to be the new normal, I hate it. But it's going to be like that for two weeks. 
Okay. All right. Fine. All right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's mo- it's moderating now. So. Well, it's funny too because so the only days I've been able to get to the barn were Wednesdays when my daughters have lessons, and I took them. And so you know sometimes when things are going well or it's it's nice enough, I'll ride Ferris while they're riding, and I'll just kind of school him or whatever. So I was ha- under that impression, and then I got there, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna bathe him. There's a nice breeze, but he hasn't been ridden in a couple weeks. No, no, this is what happens. So I had all these dreams and the horse my daughter was supposed to ride pulled both front shoes. Oh, fucking around in the paddock. (laughs) He clipped himself. And so we're like, well, obviously we can't ride him. And so my trainer's away at Hit Socrates. And I just said, listen, just use Ferris. Like she's ridden Ferris before. He hasn't been ridden in a couple weeks, but like he's not an idiot. Like it'll be fine. Um, Holy shit. Holy shit. I was posting videos. I only got like one or two. She was so frustrated. I forget how hard this horse is to ride. I saw a video. I didn't think he looked. He was trotting and then he stopped trotting and then she got him trotting again. It didn't look too outrageous. No, it's not too bad. But but it started (laughs) off just a quick version of what we started with. Because I had bathed him, he was, you know, air drying. Yeah. Um, And we have this ritual where after I bathe him in the summer, he gets to roll. To, for extra insulation. Instead, we tacked him up and my yeah. daughter got on him. So guess what he tried to do with her on him? Oh, my God. For the first time ever, <laughs> he buckled and tried to roll with the saddle and my kid on his back. No. So, like, the trainer had to, like, run out and grab him. And then he needed his face mask. And then he needed a crop because <laughs> he would back up. He was like, she's not serious. It's hot out. I don't have to do shit. And she's like, she hasn't ridden him in a couple of years. So... She kind of forgot his mm-hmm. buttons. So then I'm just having to stand in the middle of the arena just to make sure he is not going to be dumbass. <laughs> but he is not like unsafe. He's just out horsed, right? Yeah. Like he's just, he's, he's going to test you. So the goal was get him trotting and not canter or stop. Like that was the goal. Just get him to trot, like down alongside. It took the whole lesson oh. to get her to trot down the long side of the arena without him doing one or the other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He, and then you know what I say to myself because glass is half full and I like to give myself credit where credit's due. Well, I guess it's just a reminder that I'm a better writer than I think because he doesn't do any of that shit with me. Yeah. You know, because I know his yeah. buttons. I know how to ride him. And so I was like, wow, this is a good test for me to like not yell out, open your inside range, you know, because um, it wasn't my lesson. But that was that was funny. So. She would kill me if I tried to post any of the bad videos. Yeah. I can't I, yeah, believe you tried to roll. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never had a horse do that with me, I don't think. No, he's never done that. And he knows better. But he was like, but this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We roll after a bath. <laughs> so. Isn't it crazy the way they have rituals? I have this long ritual before I ride with Ben, and it's getting longer. <laughs> Cause it's fun, <laughs> which is, so I've added like new tricks to it. And I do some yoga during it was like, you know, I used to walk him around the, I used to walk around my riding area in case there were deer to let him look because he was spooking so hard and he was being impossible to ride. And then I added in like, um, you know, like click and treat for haul. Then I added in back up and then I added in a turn on the forehand, like over and give me your foot and now I've added, I, I realized I was never going to buy a target. So mm-hmm. I added a hand, you know, hand target, like bump my hands and get a treat. 
And now I have him stand and I'll stretch my hips, you know, and do a side stretch and things like that. It's gotten so long. And uh, I just imagine if I just got on him now, he'd be like, what? Where's our like 20 minute wander where I get 15 cookies and you stretch and look weird? Like the cat comes along. The cat comes along now. Like <laughs> I saw that. So Manny's been removed and now yeah. and now Glasgow's joined the fray. Yes. Manny has been exiled. Well, and you know, I have at least one or two cats in the arena with me whenever they see Ferris because they love him and they they usually chase me down and sometimes they'll 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 bat at me from like a standard and I'll have to pick them up and like stick them in the saddle with me because otherwise they will dart out under our feet. And that's just never, I am worried about that because he was scared of, he was scared of Ben. He was scared of Ben and Manny. And then he decided he was fine with Manny. And last night I was putting lotion under Manny's tail because he's been rubbing it again. (laughs) And I looked out and Glasgow's like in Manny's tail, like Mm -hmm. son, I know that this animal (laughs) It's not much larger than you. <laughs> if anything, I'd be more scared of Manny. Mm, yeah, you know, I hear these stories about Minis and 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 really the kicking they can inflict. I've only ever seen him kick Ben. <laughs> <laughs> He's kicked the shit out of Ben. Um, the only horse I've ever seen brave enough to kick Ben. But he has never offered to do anything to me. That's good. I think he just relies on me for treats. Yeah, you're treating. And he would never, he would never jeopardize that. Just, just treats. He was so good for the farrier this morning, like oh, better than great. ever. So, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, the cat has become the cat has become part of the ride, which is unexpected. I don't know. Is there something that says something? I don't know. I, I think as we get older, it doesn't matter if you've got like a backyard barn and it's your property. Or you're at a riding facility like I am. Like, rides get chaotic. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. and it, I, I don't think as I do with age. It's just like, something's always going down. <laughs> like, always. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you're, you're easier to distract because I think because, like, your empathy bubble, like, expands. And that makes it harder to focus just on you. You know, like, you're no longer the person that can ride past, like, a war. Be like, I don't care. That's not my problem because I have a I have a show in a week and I have to kick ass at it. You're like, <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh, let me help you. Oh, I need to take care of this problem. You know, like just this grabby mom mentality. <laughs> no, I'm I'm the queen of the the someone's talking to me, so I'll come across the ring and stop and have a chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Why that. shout? <laughs> We need to have conversations. This is our socialization time as well. We're not well socialized animals, us moms. We- <laughs> no, no. And it's so funny, too, because Ferris, like, all at the end of every session, sometimes at the beginning, too, but at the end, what I do is I just drop the reins and I either have it on the buckle or I just kind of, like, let him have the rein a little bit. Um, or I could grab it if needed. Uh, he's not going to panic and freak out. Like we ground high and stuff like that. So I'm not really super worried if like that were, that were to be a situation, but I'll let him choose his direction. It's like play your own adventure. Mm-hmm. And so in, you know, thanks for being a good boy and doing what I've asked and, and doing all the things like he gets to just walk where he wants to walk. And if that's to the right, to the left, straight back, whatever, he can go wherever he wants. And inevitably, the first thing he does is beeline it straight for the gate. <laughs> 
Yeah. And he just stands there and he noses it and he's just like, we're going now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to cool down. And he's like, but I got to choose. And this is, I'm choosing <laughs> to leave. I could choose. <laughs> and I chose. <laughs> and I even took a video once. I had like both hands of the camera and I was like, where are we going? And he's just like, boom, right there. <laughs> like it was no, it was not even a thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when it's summer, he hates this heat and the bugs are killer. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's been pretty funny, but I don't know. The best thing about it was, like, I loved how predictable he was. Like, he was never unsafe for her. The rolling aside, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, she's got to learn somehow. Like, you just, at some point, you jump off for your safety, right? Like, she's right. got to learn that. Um, but they got him up, and he didn't, he didn't like, go down, down. Uh, but he never really did any. He just tested the shit out of her. And I was like, you can't always ride a schoolmaster. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is great practice for you. Yeah, it's like it's learning to ride a horse that doesn't have your best interests at heart. Oh, yeah. Ferris definitely doesn't. <laughs> I, I constantly say Ferris is the type of horse where if you're on a trail and you run into a bear, he will dump you and be like, see a bitch. And he will be like, last one standing is not going to be me. Like, He's like, <laughs> eat her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I left self-preservation. <laughs> yeah. He's he's like that. For 100%. And so he likes me. So he'll do what I ask, but he'll grumble about it. Mm-hmm. He'll like, like a grumpy old man, even though he's not an old man. But yeah, no. he's. He, I put the kid on him. And he's like, what the fuck? Are you serious right now? I'm not a lead line horse. This is bullshit. And anyway, it was really funny, too, because the trainer doesn't really know him. So it would be yeah. different if like my like my friend Robin was there because she's, you know, she's ridden him before I did and she trains him and she does all the things. So <laughs> it was just really funny. Watch. And he kept trying to come over to me and I was like, no, honey, this is your this is your party. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember that I used, I used to use my horse for lessons years ago and that it was always like, can I just go to you? Can I come to you? Like, he'd <laughs> yeah. look at you. They look at you like, mom. Yep. There's a child on me. <laughs> They've got their head turned. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, you just wiggle that leg. Get him past me. Don't let him stop. Mm-hmm. I used to feel so bad, too. I was like, I'm clearly traumatizing my horse by using him as a lesson horse. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and Ferris is like, I haven't been ridden in two weeks, and this is what I get? Mm. This is what I get? <laughs> so I literally, she got off, and I turned to the to the to the trainer um Allie who I barely know she's relatively new and I was like um I guess I'll be giving him a schooling ride this <laughs> this coming week she's like I think that's probably for the best oh because, well no 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 not like because of like you know when the kids ride them they kind of undo some things yeah. or let them get away with things you wouldn't and so the first thing I do is get back on and I'm like no 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 remember your manners yeah so so it's like, be funny. She's like, it's like someone needs schooling. I'd be like, no, that's pretty much the way I trained him. <laughs> he only goes for me. I find him more fun that way. I mean, I, you know, I don't mind my men like that. Right. I don't mind my men only wanting me. I will 100% take that as a win. Isn't that what we wanted when we were kids? We wanted that one man horse, you know, that legendary horse that only let us on. And then yeah. we get it and we're like, oh, this is inconvenient because now we can't pay a teenager to ride it while we're gone or <laughs> well i mean look at delight delight's just like you know he's like you're gonna get on me i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck you up and then and then i get on him he's like hi mom what are we doing today oh. i'm like 
oh, we'll walk. And he's like, that sounds great. <laughs> the light walks. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, so it's just so funny how that happens. But I don't know. We kind of got off topic. We didn't really have a topic that we decided on. And then we just started talking just and a, catching up. Yeah, just a big old summer catch up. Summer, think, well, like yeah. you said, summer gets chaotic really quickly. Absolutely. We keep, we keep bringing that up. That topic keeps coming up like summer. I know. So organic, I think. Summer madness, summer blues. I know. I've got This is my this is the darkest time of year for me. I know it's ironic because it's the sunlight, but it's definitely um also I'm counting down the days to the when the kids go back to school. <laughs> They've been great. Yeah. I, it's not them. It's more of like I I have to cut two work days. Right. In order to be home with them. Yeah, no, I understand that. So. But of course, that's what I was doing during the last school year when Calvin wanted to come home like every other weekend. <laughs> I was losing two work days a week going and getting him and then bringing him back again. And his schedule will be tighter this year and he won't be able to do that. And so I'm both like pleased that I won't be, you know, driving him back and forth to Tallahassee. And like also Calvin's going to be gone a lot more. I hope he's going to be okay. <laughs> You know, maybe this is a nice like grade grade into that because, you know, he was home a lot even though he was at college, and then this year he's going to be gone a little bit more, so it kind of eases you into that. I know. I just um, I like having him around. <laughs> I think that's a great thing for a parent to still want. I mean, at this age, with the hormones, all I'm thinking is of like, let me just survive the teen years. Like, mm-hmm. that's all I'm thinking is, like, let me just survive the teens. Yeah, well, yeah, I did. Like, he's 19 going on 20. Yeah, you're ready. You're there. Mm-hmm. So now now there's a level of, well, I actually enjoy you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, occasionally I have to send him a text at 2 a.m. Like, you woke me up. If you wake me up again, I shut off the internet and I don't tell you how to turn it on again. But that happens more and more rarely. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Yeah, he's he uh he you know he's back and forth from Orlando anyway, so I, I almost never know when he's here. <laughs> he's like in and out. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's I'm starting to notice that. I'm still the driver at this age, but um the girls are just so social. So I'm starting to see what'll happen when they have cars. Like it's gonna go from the underfoot, literally. Yeah. Um, and wanting to spend every waking minute with me, or. I won't see them until dinner, maybe even not then. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to see that transition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because even I I got my new office and I finally got everything moved and I put it and I was like, this is great. I'm going to have privacy. Guess how many kids were in my office all day? (laughs) They're like, mom, it's so cool in here. I love it. It was great. Get the fuck out. (laughs) We haven't used ours yet. So we finished, you know, our mysterious third bedroom. And it's uh, it's now painted and it has floors and it has my saddles in it, but we haven't moved any actual real furniture into it yet. So. Yeah, because it's heavy, I'm sure. I yeah, I don't know. I'm just you know, I won't ever do anything, basically. <laughs> and so I don't know if you could see my suitcase is open on the dresser behind me. I'm terrible at uh, unpacking. I used to unpack the second I got home, and this year I stopped. I don't know why. This year, I just kind of was like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I yeah. do the laundry, and that's about it. Yeah. I have, like, the laundry bag, and then everything else, I'm like, I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I-, I will never 
move furniture into that office. So it's going to have to be Corey going, uh, and, and walking past me because he won't tell me he's going to do it. I'll be at my desk trying to write and all of a sudden furniture will be going past me and I'll be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's going to go down. <laughs> I had to bribe. I had to wait for my husband. Um, because he's very busy with work. He just got a promotion. And so he's been working late nights. And I was like, well, I really need the furniture moved. And uh, he's like, okay, well, it's going to have to wait. It's going to have to wait. It's gonna... So I've been waiting. And then finally, I just texted my brother-in-law because he's six four and a good 300 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, you need to help Jason move this furniture. I'll buy you dinner. And then like he brought the baby over and everything. And I was like, oh, Jay, I know you're going to be away, you know, X date. And then I'm going away. I was like, Mark's going to come overnight. It's just happening. He's like, what time? And he's like, resign. <laughs> so he comes home from work and he's like, let's just get this out of the way. But you know what? Like, if I waited for him to be ready, I would not have an office. It would just be sitting there. I had like all my stuff packed for weeks and then like nothing was moved. So I people are like ordering books. I'm like, I don't have a printer. Sorry. Like, I don't, I don't. so I am your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he gets so focused on work that that's like all he can really think about. That's what I'm and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds like I'm more like Corey. I'm like, I just need to get it done. It's like I can't do the halfway mark. It has to be all oh, or yeah. nothing. Oh, yeah, I forget about something completely. I'd be like, oh, I was writing a book. I just spaced out. <laughs> just no. <laughs> yeah, it happens to me too. But I'm excited for the for the new space. I, I think I'm finally going to get a lot more work done. And again, I got this book with Sid that's done into the publisher. And so that means I could focus on the backdoor horse, Yay! which I'm very excited about because I just went through the plot and the outline and was like finessing some things to finalize the, yeah. the back end of the book. So I'm excited. I still have hay in my bra. I'm just like... <laughs> it's really bothering me. Probably going to take this bra off. <laughs> Thank you for being a little weird with us, Horse Girl. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your player of choice. Follow us on Instagram at Adulting with Horses Podcast, or even better, join our Adulting with Horses Clubhouse on Facebook, where you can become part of the show. Also, it's a great place to meet other horse crazy women.